Welcome to Love Bonds. My name is Terry DiMatteo, and I am a relationship and couple counselor at opendoortherapy.net. I take romantic bonds seriously. So can your relationship survive infidelity? This is a key question when a couple is faced with the aftermath of an affair. So in my work with couples restoring their relationship following the discovery of infidelity, I have found that there are basically four factors um, that can help determine if a relationship can endure an act of infidelity um, and recover fully. Um, these are not hard and fast rules. Everybody's story is a little different. There are variations, of course, but in general, these are four areas. So the first thing, let, let me tell you all four at the beginning. Um, Number one is the couple's history. Did, did the couple establish trust and safety in the, be, in the beginning of their relationship? Do they have a strong foundation to stand on? Number two, was the affair discovered by the party that did not have the infidelity? Or did the person in the relationship who had the affair come to the partner that did not and reveal it and confess, you know, share the information. I, I have something to tell you, I had an affair. Did it, did it occur that way? So how the affair uh, came to be known is, is of primary importance. Um, three, this is key, is what is the nature and the duration of the affair relationship? In other words, was it a quick, drunken, hook up on a business trip that was sort of meaningless and the, the person who had the indiscretion didn't really know the party. It was just kind of um, a one-off event and, and they say, oh, I didn't, that didn't mean anything to me. Or was it um, long-lasting, meaningful? Did it have, were the emotions involved? Uh, how much did the parties invest in one another? These questions are key. And the fourth thing is um, the couple's ability to address the relationship vulnerabilities that existed in the primary or committed relationship or marriage before the affair. And let me go into each of these four areas a, a little more in depth. So the couple's history, this is very important. The purpose and function of an early relationship, a, be a beginning romantic relationship, is to establish trust and safety. And uh, it's very common for me to ask in session, uh, so tell me about the, the beginning of your relationship. How, how did you meet? Do you remember first meeting your partner when your eyes landed on one another? What was that moment like? Um, what was going on in, in the first months or the first year of your new relationship. That can be very revealing. Um, if the couple suddenly starts smiling and, and speaking fondly, uh, uh, sharing stories of a romantic and, and loving beginning with happy memories and um, together they established a secure uh, bond that made for a nice foundation of their relationship. The likelihood of recovering from an affair increases, but if the beginning of the relationship was kind of built on shifting sand or was 
problematic issues didn't get addressed, or there were even acts of indiscretions or infidelity of any kind early, um, it really can be a kind of a pile-on effect and does not make for a firm, a firm foundation. So a couple that has a solid history of safety and security to begin with, we do lean on that in the affair recovery counseling. So it helps, let's just say it helps. Um, it doesn't hurt, that's for, that's for sure. Uh, the second thing is, um, did the affair become known to the party that did not engage in the affair by discovery, by accident? Somehow they were blindsided and uh, blown away that this, this trauma kind of hit them in, a, in kind of a shocking, dramatic way? Or did the um, committed partner or spouse that had the affair uh, come and turn to the partner and, and say, I've got something to tell you. I'm, I'm very sorry. I want to repair with you. I want to, you're the one I want. I made a mistake, these kinds of things. If it's discovered, um, there's always this lingering doubt in the partner that did not have the affair that if I didn't discover this, what would have happened? How far would this have gone? Were you ever going to tell me? Were you ever going to let me know? The shock of it being blindsided, the trauma of that is quite devastating. But when it's revealed, um, something very significant is taking place. In other words, an affair dynamic is, is essentially a triad. There's three. There's the committed pair, and then there's the affair partner. When an affair is taking place, one member in the committed or married pair has formed a connection with an outside party, um, the affair person. And if we were to sort of diagram this in a visual representation, we would draw a circle around the affair relationship as the intimate one where there's talking, sharing, revealing, intimacies taking place. And the spouse that or committed partner that's not having the affair is essentially the outsider. So when, a, when the uh, person engaged in the affair tells the partner, they are in effect reconfiguring the triad to say to the in the, in the couple, in the primary couple or the married pair, we are the couple. I, I want you. I, I don't want the affair partner. And is, is shifting the triad, reconfiguring it so that the primary or married couple is the unit, the primary unit, the, the, the romantic pair. And the affair partner becomes the outsider. And, and that um, relationship and person fades into history. So the revelation, the, the sharing, the direct um, telling of, to the partner is very significant. So if a partner reveals, there is a greater likelihood of restoration. But remember, this is not absolutely hard and fast rules. There's a lot of factors here, but these are just generalizations that may help. Um, the third thing is, what was the nature of the affair relationship? Um, the person who did not have the affair, the partner that did not engage in the infidelity, 
asks a lot of questions that are often um, focused on assessing the affair relationship. How much did you love him or her? Did you invest money? Did you invest resources? How, how deeply did you feel? In other words, they're assessing the depth of the investment, the depth of the feeling, the level of attraction. Is that affair party uh, a real threat to our relationship? How, how invested were you? So if a relationship, or I won't even call it a relationship, but if there was a, uh, let's say a drunken hookup on a business trip or something of no consequence that was sort of meaningless and the, and the person who engaged in the affair said, yeah, I can, I can end this, it's like no problem. Like, um, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm done with him or her, I've concluded. That is very helpful in the affair recovery process than someone saying, I fell in love. I, 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 I was gonna leave you for this person. Um, I, I, I have deep feelings for this person. So, and also the duration. If the affair went on for a long time, it had a bit of a history, which included more experiences and more, yeah, more, deeper. Um, that is a tougher one to overcome than a short, meaningless, uh, less significant bond outside of the primary bond. Um, the fourth matter is if how effectively the couple is able to address the relationship vulnerabilities that existed within their relationship before the affair took place. Something in the primary couple's relationship often uh, had a weakness, there was a, um, a time of disconnect, uh, generally people feeling lonely, unloved, a lot of space, a lot of separateness between them, and it's in that space and distance and loneliness that an affair or infidelity can sprout, let's say. Um, and if the couple or if the person who did not have the affair wants to stay focused, hyper-focused on the affair person or the affair relationship or the trauma, um, that diminishes the restoration of the uh, marriage or the committed relationship because eventually you have to go back to what was it about our relationship? Where did our relationship go off the trails? What happened to, between us that, that this happened? Look, let me say it in this way. A romantic relationship has a certain function or purpose um, to have it work. And essentially it's to have the romantic needs, the, the intimacy needs, both emotionally and sexually met within the primary relationship, that partners are consistently, regularly turning to one another for reassurance, for love, for safety, for meaning, uh, and they have between them um, sexy flirtation, uh, desire, they, they let each other, they confirm, they, um, not confirm, they assure each other that they're loved and desired. And when those romantic, intimate needs are being met within the marriage or the committed relationship, it is really a, a fortress of protection against an act of infidelity. 
But when there is disconnect, this living like roommates, this um, separateness, feeling lonely, feeling unloved, um, creating more space between the pairs, going separate ways, even within a household or within a relationship, that space, that distance between the pair is a breeding ground for infidelity because partners still do have a need to feel loved and responded to and cared for and desired. And if it's in effect, there's a little outsourcing of these needs uh, in the affair relationship. So a couple's ability to honestly uh, investigate and unpack uh, the vulnerabilities that left their relationship and the people within it vulnerable to infidelity, an honest look at that and an, and an effort to restore those elements that were not working before the affair, that helps um, assure um, the repair of the couple. Let, let me just add one, one more thing here before I conclude. Um, sometimes socially when I'm uh, out and about and I people learn in a social setting what my work is, that I work with couples restoring from infidelity. I'm, I'm sometimes asked this uh, cheeky question, uh, what's your success rate in, in helping couples repair and restore? You know, how many of them stay together? So my honest answer is, well, honestly, I really don't know because when they leave my care, I, I don't often know what happens. They're no, no longer in front of me in the office and I, I don't know. Um, but it seems to me, uh, in, with, the, with my professional care, that most couples do stay together. Um, most couples do not divorce, it seems to me, from uh, when we're at the end of care, that they, they have calmed down and, 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 and have the tools and, and have restored uh, some semblance of, of restoration. But that's not actually the best question. <laughs> the better question is, how many couples have restored trust and safety in their relationship following their the, uh, the discovery of an affair? That is a higher bar and a tougher one to attain because what has been damaged, what has been um, yeah damaged in the relationship when an affair takes place is the trust, safety, and security. That's a foundational element and a lot harder to repair than ordinary, more ordinary relationship strife or, or conflict or difficulty. This cuts right to the core, right to the base, and threatens the relationship, jeopardizes the future of the relationship in ways that other kinds of conflict do not. So the better question to ask is, are couples able to restore trust and safety in their relationship following an act of infidelity. And these four um, aspects that I just shared with you are pretty good indicators of, of uh, the likelihood that they'll be able to do that. So I hope you found that helpful for you. Um, you've been listening to Love Bonds with me, Terry DiMatteo of opendoortherapy.net. If you like what you heard here today, I invite you to favorite this station share it with others, and return for more. Thank you very much for listening.